You may have heard a lot of talk lately about fasting, particularly intermittent fasting, or IF. Despite this recent surge in popularity, fasting is a practice that dates back centuries and plays an important role in many other cultures and religions. In general, most types of fast are performed over 24 to 72 hours. Intermittent fasting, on the other hand, involves cycling between periods of eating and fasting ranging from a few hours to a few days at a time. Fasting has been shown to have many health benefits, from increased weight loss to better brain function. And today, I'm going to talk about eight health benefits of fasting, backed by science. You are a firefighter and an EMS professional. You are a part of a worldwide brotherhood of dedicated servants and you put your life on the line every day for others. Because of that, you deserve better. We are often our own worst enemies and it's time to own it. Let's work to improve and change the status quo. That change starts with us, right here, right now. In every situation we're faced with, as we see a need, we own it and we take action. Be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Be ignited. Hey everyone, my name is Ryan Rodriguez and I'm the founder of Ignited and your host for the Ignited Firefighter Podcast. The Ignited Movement is a brotherhood of firefighters who challenge the status quo through a forum dedicated to self-improvement and accountability. In each of these episodes, we discuss a myriad of different things challenging the fire service today, from leadership and tactics to how to improve ourselves physically as well as mentally. We aim to civilize the mind but make savage the body. And even though the focus is on the fire service, topics and principles we discuss can be applied by professionals everywhere. That being said, let's light the spark. Defined as the absence from all or some foods or drinks for a set period of time, there are many different ways of fasting. I'd mentioned how it's been around for a long, long time, right? Religions and philosophies like Buddhism, Christianity, Islam, Judaism, and Taoism have been practicing fasting for centuries. So what's the benefit? Why do it? Well, I won't presume to know the religious aspects of it all, but I can tell you why I personally do it. I'd mentioned in a previous episode that I'll fast at least once a month. And I do this for a couple of different reasons. A, I use it as a time of spiritual focus and insight. And B, I donate the money that would otherwise go to feeding myself to those who may need it more. It's a way for me to sacrifice with a purpose through prayer and study. However, today I'm going to talk more about the scientific end of it all. Uh, I have eight reasons, scientifically backed reasons, why you should consider fasting. Let's start with number one. Fasting promotes blood sugar control by reducing insulin resistance. There have been several studies that have revealed fasting to improve blood sugar control, which could be particularly useful for those at risk of diabetes. In fact, one study in 10 people with type 2 diabetes showed that short-term intermittent fasting significantly decreased blood sugar levels. 
Another review found that both intermittent fasting and alternate day fasting were as effective as limiting calorie intake at reducing insulin resistance. Decreasing insulin resistance can increase your body's sensitivity to insulin, allowing it to transport glucose from your bloodstream to your cells more efficiently. Partnered with the potential blood sugar lowering effects of fasting, this could help your blood sugar level out preventing spikes and crashes in your blood sugar levels altogether. One thing that stood out as I was reading through all this was that fasting may impact blood sugar levels differently for men and women. For example, one small three-week study showed that practicing alternate day fasting impaired blood sugar control in women, but had no effect in men. Another thing I want you to keep in mind is that the only way to consistently and accurately track your blood sugar is to obtain or purchase a glucometer and check your sugar levels at the same time every day, uh, typically when you wake up in the morning, like first thing, or within like the first 15, 20 minutes. Obviously, if you're a diabetic, you should be checking it more often and at the direction of your doctor. But however, if you're looking to learn more about yourself and your insulin resistance, you'll want to pick one up and consistently test your levels over a designated period of time. I'm not saying do this forever. I'm saying maybe just set a three-month period of time where you monitor it closely and make sure your, your levels are, are working out. But make sure you talk to your doctor to learn more about how, when, and why you want to be checking your blood sugar levels. And there's an article in the show notes. Be sure to read that article. It talks about uh, when, how, and why to check it. Number two. Fasting promotes better health by fighting inflammation. While acute inflammation is a normal process used to help fight off infections, chronic inflammation can have serious effects on your health. Research shows that inflammation may be involved in the development of chronic conditions such as heart disease, cancer, and rheumatoid arthritis. It's kind of definitive in all of those things, right? Chronic or inflammation. Some studies have shown that fasting can help decrease levels of inflammation and help promote better overall health. One study in 50 healthy adults showed that intermittent fasting for one month significantly decreased levels of inflammatory markers that can be identified by getting blood drawn. Another study discovered the same effect when people fasted for 12 hours a day for one month. So if you're dealing with some inflammatory issues, it may be in your best interest to try a little experiment on yourself and do 12-hour fasts, maybe for like a month. It may just be the, quote, reset button that your body's crying out for. Number three, fasting may enhance heart health by improving blood pressure, triglycerides, and cholesterol levels. Heart disease is considered the leading cause of death around the world, according to an estimate 31.5% of deaths globally. And as I'm sure a lot of you already know, heart disease is one of the biggest killers of firefighters, only outdone by cancer. Switching up your diet and lifestyle is one of the most effective ways to reduce your risk of heart disease. It's really as simple as that. And I didn't say it was easy. I said the concept and the principle was simple. If you want things to change, you've got to make some changes, obviously, right? The concept is simple. It's the consistent effort toward making those changes is what kicks our butts. 
Some research has found that incorporating fasting into your routine may be especially beneficial when it comes to heart health. Another study I came across revealed that eight weeks of alternate day fasting reduced levels of the bad or LDL cholesterol and blood triglycerides by 25 and 32% respectively. Another study in 110 obese adults showed that fasting for three weeks under medical supervision, mind you, significantly decreased blood pressure, as well as levels of blood triglycerides, total cholesterol, and the bad LDL cholesterol. In addition to that, another study in over 4,600 people associated fasting with a lower risk of coronary artery disease, as well as a significantly lower risk of diabetes, which is a major risk factor for heart disease. Number four, fasting may boost brain function and prevent neurodegenerative disorders. Several studies have found that fasting could have a powerful effect on brain health. One such study showed that practicing intermittent fasting for 11 months improved both brain function and brain structure. Other studies have reported that fasting could protect brain health and increase the generation of nerve cells to help enhance cognitive function. That's crazy, right? Because fasting may also help relieve inflammation, it could also aid in preventing neurodegenerative disorders like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's disease. Number five, fasting aids weight loss by limiting calorie intake and boosting metabolism. A good portion of people pick up fasting as a quick way, quick and quote, easy way. I don't know if it's particularly easy. Sometimes those, those fasting days get really hard to push through, <laughs> but some people pick it up as a quick and easy way to drop a few pounds. Theoretically, abstaining from all or certain foods and beverages should decrease your overall caloric intake, right? Which could lead to increased weight loss over time. Obviously, that makes sense. The less calories in, the less calories stored as fat, right? So there's also been some research that has found short-term fasting to be a way to boost your metabolism. And what this does is it increases your levels of norepinephrine, which triggers weight loss. In fact, one review showed that whole day fasting could reduce body weight by up to 9% and significantly decrease body fat over 12 to 24 weeks. An added finding was that fasting was found to be more effective than calorie restriction at increasing fat loss while simultaneously preserving muscle tissue. So if you're looking to cut fat percentage, but you don't want to like lose your gym gains or lose your, your muscle tissue, uh, then this is definitely an option for you. That one seemed like a no-brainer to me. You'll have increased fat loss by not eating than by simply restricting calories. However, Maintaining a metabolic burn all day is a great way to burn fat while maintaining muscle as well. The difference is you don't want to just eat anything. That's typically when monitoring your macronutrients comes into play, right? Number six, fasting increases growth hormone secretion, which is vital for growth, metabolism, weight loss, and muscle strength. Human growth hormone or HGH is a type of protein hormone that is central to many aspects of your health. Some studies have shown that fasting could naturally increase HGH levels due to aiding in cell repair, muscle building, and metabolism. 
One study in 11 healthy adults showed that fasting for 24 hours significantly increased levels of HGH, and in a study of nine men fasting for just two days led to a five-fold increase in the HGH production rate. It's pretty crazy. Five-time increase. Fasting can help maintain steady blood sugar and insulin levels throughout the day, which can further optimize your levels of HGH. Some research has found that sustaining increased levels of insulin may reduce your HGH levels. So, as your insulin goes up, your HGH goes down, and that's a bad thing. Number seven, fasting could delay aging and extend longevity. Several animal studies have found promising results on the potential lifespan expanding effects of fasting. In one study, rats that fasted every other day experienced a delayed rate of aging and lived 83% longer than rats that didn't fast. All of this specific research is limited to animal studies, so you've got to take it for what it's worth. Further studies are needed to really fully comprehend how fasting may impact longevity and aging in humans. But for now, we've got the rats, right? Number eight, last one. Fasting may aid in cancer prevention and increase effectiveness of chemotherapy. Animal and test tube studies indicate that fasting may benefit the treatment and prevention of cancer. Again, with the rat studies, but just listen to this. One study found that alternate day fasting helped block tumor formation. The test tube study showed that exposing cancer cells to several cycles of fasting was as effective as chemotherapy in delaying tumor growth and increased the effectiveness of chemotherapy drugs on cancer formation. Again, most of this research is limited to the effects of fasting on cancer formation in animals and cells, but it's still good information to know, right? With all that rat talk, you're probably not hungry right now, but maybe that was the intention, right? That'll help you fast. <laughs> Regardless, here are a few ways that you can start fasting without going to extremes in straight up starving yourself because we never want to do that, right? So here's just a few ways that you can introduce it bit by bit, kind of like atomic habits, right? Small little habits that you can introduce over time. So one of the ways is water fasting. You drink only water for the next three days, two to three days. Another one is uh, juice fasting, and this entails drinking only vegetable or fruit juice for the next three, two or three days. But be careful with fruit juices, though. There's a lot of sugar and a lot of carbs in them. And I see people with those like naked juices, and they think that they're being so healthy. But in reality, they're extremely high in carbs and sugar, like extremely. Next time you see one of those things, turn around and look at the nutrition facts. It's like 40 grams of sugar. It's insane. And I think one bottle is two servings, if I'm not mistaken, the last time I checked. Um, so they'll just ruin your insulin resistance and give you carbs that'll just turn into fat, if not used right away. Um, another strategy is intermittent fasting. Partially or completely restrict your intake for several hours or even up to a few days at a time. Another strategy is partial fasting. So avoiding certain foods like processed foods, animal products, or caffeine for a few days at a time. Again, this is just a few days at a time. See how you're affected by it. You know, test out your resolve, test out your dedication to it. See what works for you. Uh, finally, 
Another strategy is calorie restriction. And this one's kind of obvious, right? Restrict your calorie intake over a period of three to five days. Personally, I like to go on a carb cycle and monitor my macronutrients very closely during that time. If you aren't sure what a carb cycle is, go back and listen to episode 43 on carb cycling to learn more. I know I've inundated you with numbers and facts and figures and studies and stories about rats in this episode, and I spent a lot of time reading the results of these studies diligently, and I wanted to make sure that I had some information right in sharing it with you. Going through my nutrition coaching certification, I learned a lot about the human body and how it's affected by diet and lifestyle. And you learn a lot about that too going through paramedic school, like in your AMP and pathophysiology and all that. However, this was a chance for me to focus on the scientific aspect of fasting. I hope you realize that all this information I've provided is a way for you to decide what could work for you. Like I said, I utilize fasting in my own personal life, and I've been intrigued by the intermittent fasting fad going on, which sparked me to do my homework on it. Do your own homework, talk to your doctor, and make sure you take any chronic or acute illnesses you may be dealing with into account when you start any fasting regimen. I've seen several firefighters collapse on fire grounds due to not having enough calories in their bodies and it's completely inhibited them in performing their job. So don't be that guy. As a helpmate, I wanted to share an app that I downloaded to try and help me track my fasting efforts and it's called Simple. And the app icon is purple if you're having trouble finding it. I don't know the ins and outs of it all yet, but I've been playing with it in order to figure out how it could work best for me. But it's definitely a tool that I'll utilize as I play with fast or like intermittent fasting and fasting in general. As always, thank you for listening to the Ignited Firefighter podcast. Please subscribe and share these episodes with someone who you think should hear them. As we delve deeper into these topics, we can come together and help each other learn and grow. Remember, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at IgnitedFF. And one way you can become more directly involved is to join the Ignited Firefighter Podcast Facebook group. This is where we as firefighters and EMS professionals can come together and dive deeper into the topics discussed on the show. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, if you see a need, own it and take action. Be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Be Ignited.